transmitting to you from Old Heart Radio. God, I did I hit record? It, it, um, I, bah, 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 bah. I did. Uh, there it is. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> underwater, he's underwater. <laughs> That's technically supposed to be applause, actually. Really? Yeah. It sounds like it sounded like it just, a water self yeah, it sound sounds, effect. It sounds like it's raining really heavy, really heavily outside. Interesting. There's a couple of whoops. Anyway. There it is. <laughs> All right. Yeah, well, obviously, you know, bad it's, sound effects and, or ill-timed sound effects uh, means matinee edition. <laughs> there it is. So uh, we, got, we actually got some stuff to talk about this week. We actually do. First up, Fanine. Oh, uh, oh, oh Fanine. I like that, oh man. I like that, man. Uh, uh, Fanine. Fanine, uh, Fast, Fast and, and Furious, Furious saga. 9, starring... John Cena. <laughs> ba, 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 ba. <laughs> you can't see him, but he sees you, motherfucker. Uh, th- this movie continues. They dropped another trailer this week, and it continues. A year after the first. Continues to baffle and blow minds all at the same time. I know. You know, I want to actually give them a word of praise. Whoever, I'm, I'm blown away it took them this long to get to magnets, and it oh, might yeah. be when it comes to the physics defying shit they do in those movies that makes no sense, it's probably the most grounded it's been in a while. <laughs> I'm really interested. Like that whole, uh, there's like multiple things that you can see in that trailer. One, you see like them destroying that giant truck, which yeah. reminds me of like the, the dark night. <laughs> well, it's like that. It reminds me of like a sequence in Live Free or Die Hard. Oh with, my uh, God. With, yeah. But also with, with, further, uh, with Bruce Willis and Jai Courtney. Yeah, dude. The Spruce Bruce, man. Uh, God. And, but, but then even further into that trailer, you see what appears to be uh, some sort of truck or something taking out about or about to take out that an airplane. And that is also <laughs> also in truck. Live Free and Die Hard. <laughs> really? Yeah. So I didn't I didn't see that comparison, but a lot of people picked up that a lot of the Im- imagery and like sequences are very akin to Christopher Nolan films. Oh like you have the you have the spiraling hallway at one point. Inside the truck is Domus Ryan to get into the <laughs> cabin. They're really have, trying to step it up, the, the classiness yeah, of it all, really. You have the Dark Knight. You have the small space shuttle as well, mm. which, uh, man, we got to talk about that. We got to talk about that whole space issue. <laughs> is it an issue, though? <laughs> You're right. It's not an issue. It's I'm not happy issue. that this, this is happening. but uh, Wait, I, I have one thing I want to bring up before that. Yeah. yeah. First, first off, trailer was great. You know, oh, super, yeah. super exciting. Like it exactly what you want out of a fast and furious exactly, trailer. exactly what you want um i've i noticed that there are some significant absences though other than the rock we know the rock we knew the rock wasn't going to be in it yeah yeah well him the, and vinny, uh, vinny d don't get along right him and vinny d don't get along but apparently they do now 
whatever. Uh, uh, no Kurt Russell. I forget, uh, I, like, I forget that sometimes some of these people are in yeah. have been in this franchise. Look, uh, although yeah, we right. it looks like we might be getting more Helen Mirren, which is always nice. Yeah, there seems to be, you know, at least one driving action sequence with her. Yeah. And then um even if you forgot about Kurt Russell, you'll definitely have forget forgotten about Scott Eastwood's presence because he's not in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I forgot about Scott. <laughs> Dude, it's like Paul Walker but, died and they were like, we need another blatantly normal white dude they, to fill the gap. They're trying to, they, they, yeah, they're, they need to try. They need to try and fill that weird, weird void. Dude, but. <laughs> it's going to be filled. White dude is going to be filled by John Cena by the end of this movie. Come on. You know, dude, he's going to become family again. <laughs> you, you went, there's the line. Oh, two great lines in the trailer. It's like, so you say you never turn your back on family, but you turned your back on me. <laughs> Great line. The, the 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 writer earned his paycheck there. Oh, so the real the real like when he, when he cashes his paycheck, that's when he wrote the how are we playing this fast line. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, dude. It's you know, this is how much like fun these movies are. Is that like you get so much fun just talking about the like the the the, the, the trailers no. and the movies themselves. Like you can laugh so hard about these movies uh that it's always going to be worth it to watch i think you absolutely because <laughs> it's just joy it's just you fun know, and joy don't take it seriously laugh there, at it there are potentially exciting things to come because when a universal rep was asked i, I want to say it was one of the producers of fast and furious mm-hmm. he was asked if a um just they were asking him dumb questions just seeing like what he would uh cro- what what crossovers they do oh yeah and like they asked like oh transformers and he was like no no that's a bit too much then he somebody went jurassic park and he said now that we might do and i was like really this are we gonna do like the universal verse here like chris pratt riding a dinosaur while vin diesel's next to him all of their movies are on the table (laughs) there it is Uh, but yeah like the what what if dark universe fast and furious Tom Cruise shows up as a fucking weird <laughs> vampire creature. Vin Diesel's fighting Russell Crowe's. Uh, oh, Dr. Jekyll and Jekyll. Hyde. Yeah, Jekyll yeah. and Hyde situation. Uh, <laughs> that's just ridiculous. The, I know. Uh, I but okay. But seriously though, we have to at least mention. We got to talk about other shit, more important shit. But uh, we have to mention the NOS fueled star spa, car craft, <laughs> space space car. <laughs> it was like a car that had wings that had a big nos tank in it apparently oh my god that's what they it... showed you before they panned out really quick incredible yeah incredible oh, it looks like uh was it was it was it luda and tyrese yeah ludicrous and tyrese <laughs> which is the perfect people i'd want to see go to space i want them to i want them to go to space so hard. yeah do you think they're just going to the upper atmosphere or do you think they're going all the way to space who knows man i mean <laughs> At this point, I wouldn't be surprised if they're taking out a fucking satellite. But I love that they're in like the the submersible suits as well. Like we couldn't afford to get these government backed fucking spies at this point. Couldn't get themselves like actual astronaut suits. So they're stuck in submersible suits going to space. Yeah, dude. Like that. It's it's it definitely like it's interesting because I can't tell if it was like a purely plot driven 
you know, aspect, like where it's like that they were like trying to launch these people into, you know, they're trying to make them fly somewhere at yeah. least, or if it was a response to the popularity of the idea from fans, you know, like the speculation oh. from fans where it's like, what are they go Like, are, are they going? I would say, like, I would, I would say like a mix of both, you know? Yeah. For sure. But either way, I'm looking fucking forward to that. that, that <laughs> Me too. That, like, I thought that the, the pinnacle of that movie was going to be Dom hitching his car to like that chain and flying, you know, flying across. I was, was going to make ravine. a joke about after, <laughs> uh, if they pan out more from uh, the rocket car, you see Dom's car flying by as well. <laughs> yeah. He's living fast, man. That motherfucker you know what, lives fast. You know what I'm more excited for, though, uh, than space? Uh, Charlie's Theron's bull cut. On that oh, note, uh, Shang-Chi and the Master of Kung Fu also dropped a trailer this morning. Boom, yeah. Well, I believe it's the star's birthday, so. Oh, uh, yeah, Simu Lu? Yeah, it's, it's, it's his birthday today, and so I, 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 I think that's probably. Of Kim's convenience fame? Yeah. Uh, although, Rip. Yeah, dude, fuck that. Uh, but anyway, yeah, Shang-Chi, the Shang-Chi trailer dropped, and it looks it looks like a really fucking fun movie. It looks like it's going to yeah. have some cool sequences. It reminds me basically of a Kung Fu Ant-Man. Like, yeah. That's sort of, that's sort of what I was thinking. Like relatively yeah. lower stakes Definitely. in the grand scheme of things, a bit more, uh, a bit more grounded. Mm-hmm. We've been, and that makes sense. There's been a lot of excluding Falcon, the winter soldier. A lot of the recent stuff has been pretty high stakes. Definitely. I mean, yeah, I, I would say like, yeah, because WandaVision, for instance, everybody knew that that was going to interfere with the MCU at large. Yeah. Falcon and Winter Soldier, for instance, is very self-contained. And I think, yeah. uh, I think that this will be an interesting mix of both. We'll probably see like some you know, nods to uh, the greater MCU in Shang-Chi. Absolutely. But I think it will be a pretty self-contained movie. I mean, and then it's related to the Ten Rings and the Mandarin, two things that have already been brought up in the Iron Man, so... Yeah, well, exactly, and that that'll be interesting in itself because you know the way they brought it up in Iron Man was like it, it was just like a completely different take. Yeah, at the time at the, of of that, yeah, you know, in general. And so, I want to say I want to say it was attached to the Blu-ray release of the Winter Soldier. But there's a short called "Long Live the King" mm-hmm. or something like that that was about the uh, Trevor Slattery in in prison. And I guess at the, Kingsley did a, a fucking bang up job at that yeah. character, by the way. Uh, what, what did what did um, uh, honest trailers call it? Osama bin Kingsley. Uh, the <laughs> but the what was, uh, what was this short about? Uh, so it was essentially him in prison, and he gets like interrogated, and then I'm pretty sure he gets killed at the end of it by a dude working for the real Mandarin dope okay i i'll have to look that up it's probably on youtube at this point. yeah it, it was just a it was just a one shot i'm pretty sure there was another one that was released with like something weird happened on the way to thor's hammer is what it what it's called and it's with agent colson and like a convenience store oh and it's just like little little like scenes that were made to pair with films fill Fair gaps enough. i remember them doing some of that like early on i just don't think i ever really checked them out yeah the so time. that one that, that, that pretty cool. overtly set up that what we saw in Iron Man 3 wasn't the legit Mandarin, but somebody yeah. who was taking the name and running with it. Interesting. Well, that's cool. I'm glad that they tried to like plant that er- earlier on because, yeah. I mean, not that I'm like, you know, I, I, I was just, that's good because that maybe they'll probably, you know, not take the time necessarily to have to explain that transition in the movie. They might have, they'll, they'll probably have to reference it in some form, but it won't be too burdensome. Yeah. 
but uh you know overall like the action looks kind of cool um i would say it reminds me a bit of uh well yeah like i said ant man earlier there's like that whole bus sequence in the with aqua yeah that's very ant man yeah it's like it was was like interesting mix of like ant man and spider-man vibes i was getting from yeah you know he like pulls that person back like at the last minute and stuff but you know the interesting comparison i saw was that uh shang chi they're essentially setting him up like damian wayne where he were damian wayne uh son of batman was raised by talia al ghul in the league of assassins before rebelling against them and becoming Batman's new Robin. We're, we're yeah. seeing a similar story here, but just Shang-Chi is going to end up taking down his League of Assassins in the form of the Ten Rings. Yeah, like his father had him trained from a young age. And yeah. And he you know, doesn't necessarily agree with those those practices. We'll yeah. Say. But yeah, I, I think, that, I think you're right. That, that, that'll be pretty cool uh, to see that play out. And, you know, I wonder if he'll end up being a crossover character with like future characters, like, like Oscar Isaac's Moon Knight, for instance, like that yeah. would be, they would be a, an interesting pairing to have like together on screen, you know? Absolutely. That would be so, very interesting. Just because, you know, like stuff like that. Like, I think, I think that's mainly what his character will, will, you know, the character of Shang-Chi will be moving forward after this movie. It looks like there's a bit of mysticism with the rings, mm-hmm. but I think it would be, Shang-Chi would be a very interesting connector between some of the mystical elements and some of the more street level elements. Yeah. Sort of like exactly. an Iron Fist type. You totally, know? Totally. I, I feel like it'll be a successful Iron Fist. <laughs> exactly. The um so quick one more quick piece of news. Apparently there's something coming to the Avatar YouTube channel in the next few days. Oh yeah, yeah. So so fill me in on whatever you know about this. So uh it, a three-part series of some sort is coming to the YouTube channel. Nobody knows what it is. That's essentially all they've said. So I'm, I'm leaning in the direction of it's probably going to be like a short series where the creators are doing like a, essentially like, look at our new studio, look at the projects that we have in store potentially. Like like a kind of production video of like, yeah, here's what we're working on coming, gearing up for, you know? Yeah. Almost, almost akin to like the Disney like press conferences where they announce a bunch of shit. Like, I mean, it'd be, it'd be smart to do something like that. To, definitely. Know. It would um, essentially be Nickelodeon's response to like the MCU when you're looking at it. The, right. And I think it would, that's what I'm leaning towards. I doubt it's going to be like a self-contained story or something. I would be impressed if it is, but I don't want to. That would be nuts. I wouldn't, considering the studio only formed like two months ago yeah the um that'd be ridiculous so i don't expect that but i do expect some kind of like briefing or something like that fair enough and uh when did you say i think it said the 20 22nd or the 23rd so later Uh, this week interesting well if they see what happens 23rd you're gonna have to compete for attention with mortal kombat (laughs) (laughs) yeah we'll talk about that next week there's a lot of crossover uh demographic there (laughs) yeah Totally. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll watch Mortal Kombat though. Expect that oh, to fuck. come up. Oh at fuck some point. yeah, we're watching. I'm gonna watch. That's gonna happen. We have. We're, but uh, anyway, that that that'll be interesting. I either way, if it's a, if it's like a, some sort of you know series of you know involving characters and like animation in the show yeah with some sort of like behind the scenes kind of stuff like here's what's doing, coming that would all like either one would be really cool i've always yeah. down for that kind of behind the scenes it's cool to kind of uh feel a little more uh like you know the creators behind the things you like 
Absolutely. That's what like Stanley and like Marvel did so well early on with like the soapbox and like the little writer's notes and the panels and shit. So yeah, I I think that'd be fucking great. That'd be great. Hell yeah. Um, So on to uh, actual stuff we've watched this week. Yeah, yeah. So uh, let's we got to we get we're going to talk about Falcon, but uh, briefly gotta, before we got to talk about the the Q, HBO now or HBO Max QAnon series. Uh, yeah, Q into the storm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you just finished it up. I, I just finished, finished it up a couple like a little bit ago. Dude, it's so fucking interesting. <laughs> it's wild, man. It's there. It's, there are so many points them. that blew my mind. They, what's what's wild about the series is they don't they barely touch on some of like the well they not barely but they they don't fully like focus on the beliefs of Q. Yeah, uh, it's more the uh, response to Q and the human yeah. impact of it. Yeah, as, as well as the documentarian tr- tr- tries to trace uh you know the evidence pipeline of like who to who q is and um it's really compelling man because so it's so interesting i mean in like modern in terms like modern time like watching as this has like progressed uh was wild but then you know um sort of think the documentary took place over like four years Mm -hmm. i i think right and uh six part series and it's just going through time, seeing everything that happened and you got to see it start from like that relatively fringe thing. Yeah. And then it ends with the January 6th riots. Yeah. So it's, you know, it starts off jump, you know, on what fucking 4chan or some shit and jumps yeah. off onto, onto a different website and platform yeah. and then slowly just keeps growing and growing and growing, yeah. culminating in real life action. And you yeah. know, it's like that, that's the wild thing. This is like all started I was, on some fucking message boards, you know? I was blown away when like it, like the Freddy guy mm-hmm. ended up having to get, essentially taken out of uh the philippines, philippines yeah. because because he was going to get convicted and he yeah. would die in prison because of his uh physical because of his physical health issue yeah and uh it, well and that's that's the depth so so you know towards the end the, the in the last episode towards the end you know you are the documentarian basically points out that it really seems like this character, this guy Ron Watkins, is yeah. is behind the Q drops and and Q uh, in general, and um, the, the the dynamic that him and his father have throughout the entire uh, documentary really is eerie in a lot of ways because it's it's very unsettling. It's unsettling because and because it's be- you can tell they're both they're both sharp in certain ways, like the, the and. Yeah and they 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 weirdly go between like this person's a fucking moron and the and them being like maniacal geniuses yeah and so you know it's it's quite compelling to watch and and, yeah and um but you know like it's it's interesting because the son is the tech genius who clearly uh could figure out how to how to do these things he's ron ron watkins runs 8chan basically uh his father owns it and his father seems to be pretty like driven by like vengeance on on people for things and like being kind of yeah. like you know he he purposely tries to be crass to be crass yeah and, uh, and be contrarian you know, yeah yeah and so you know I you could see perhaps like them collaborating on this idea and then like f- then figuring out how to how to work it you know what I mean yeah. like and then it's it's like. And it's worth noting, it seems like Ron just gets off on fucking with people 
and oh, like absolutely. watching the world burn. <laughs> yeah, which you could see, like he got, he gets, you know, kind of probably from his from his dad in a way. Like yeah. his, his dad seems pretty fuck all to anything he doesn't like, and you could see that kind of get rubbed off on his kid, yeah. and like that's why it's so convincing that they could pull this off. You know what yeah. I mean? Could, not because like yeah, they own the website even. It's it's because they like the the personality types seem yeah. perfectly aligned with this they, at the end of it with ron slipping up and like basically acknowledging that that he's no longer anonymously drop you know making q drops uh, yeah, he never he never overtly says i am q but yeah. he says like because it's worth noting uh his twitter account got banned when donald trump's got banned uh, earlier yeah. this year and Trump had been essentially retweeting his crazy conspiracy theories about COVID for a bit yeah, and about the election. And he, in an interview just goes like, Oh, I'm just doing what I've been doing, but not anonymously. And then very obviously looks like he just fucked up. Yeah. And, and admitted something. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, you're sort of extrapolating, but the evidence is so compelling. But the evidence, it's not, yeah, it's, it's like that moment is the, is the, just sort of like the, the cherry on top of, of everything else that you've seen, you know, you've got yeah. it up and you've seen how these people operate and how they, you know, they, they talk to other people and themselves and all this shit. And you see yeah. that like some of their motivations and, and then you're just like, wow, okay. Yeah. This like this dude just slipped up. This this all makes sense. So I, I wonder if there will be some sort of like investigation into these into these individuals further. Oh, know, once yeah. this once this kind of more comes to light, but or if there's already one going on. But either way, it's there's, a hell of an interesting series. I think people yeah. should watch it if they have access to it. Absolutely, especially so, people who believe in that shit, because then they'll probably maybe 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 they'll think a little bit differently. I, I did love how it painted the the QTubers. They oh were all God, like. Dude. They were all either like, (laughs) they were all outwardly stupid or like one of them was a blatant misogynist. Yeah, dude. (laughs) There's, listen, unfortunately, they all probably get more listens than this podcast does, but they're all fucking bigger rejects than than, than we are. When I can can have, it's like scary, but also kind of funny to think about that. Like there are more people that listen to those people than you think. And one of them, the dude with like the quasi mullet who like, like <laughs> who, who like looked like his wife had to ask him approval to talk was like, Oh yeah. That, that was Christian so awkward. Guy who was like, he was like, you know, it's like this, like it's this wildest like combination of characters, like Jesus, Jesus loving fucking rednecks who, who think believe in Q, you know, like yeah. people that, that want the government to fucking burn, believe in Q. <laughs> like, the the woman f- who used to work at the Hollywood Reporter that was like, they wouldn't let me publish these articles about <laughs> pedophile rings. Was like, yeah, because there's no evidence and it's a real journalism site. That's what I'm saying, dude. It's like, it's just, uh, people, it's, it's people wild. giving up on fucking fact. Anyway, yeah, I de- like I said, I think people should watch it because it, it's definitely interesting. And, and you know, I blew through, like I watched it as it came out. Yeah. Uh, but, like I was like on it as soon as it came out. Cause I was so yeah. interested in the next episode. So now that it's all out, I bet people can binge through it pretty fucking quick. Speaking about breaking the bones of America. Uh, <laughs> should, <laughs> should we talk about Falcon, the winter soldier? Yeah, we got it before we run out here. Um, there's a uh, episode five, man. I, it, was I thought, mostly, you know, it was mostly character driven episode. So I, I don't have, there was too some, much there's some cool say. action, but there is like there, you know, the, the, the taking off the shield, what, 
from uh, from John Walker when uh, Falcon and Bucky were kicking. Well, they were getting their asses handed to him for most of it. They did, dude. Walker handed them their fucking asses for a second until they yeah. like, basically they broke like, his arm. Yeah, yeah. They basically <laughs> had him like pinned down. He also like ripped off one of uh, Falcon's wings. You know, like, both the of dude's, them. The dude's insanely strong at this point, like in comparison to where he was. Yeah. Um, Serum did its trick, man. For sure. But they, there's multiple layers to this episode, man. Like, with I, I got to say, like, uh, you know, Walker from the get-go kind of his first appearance was laughable. Uh, but, you know, his his character has gotten heavier. And um, even though he's getting darker as a character, he's becoming more uh, relatable. And, yeah. And that's the scary thing about it is because, you know, like, there's, feel, with, his feel whole, bad for him. with his whole storyline, like, you know, he's just lost his, you have to look at it from his perspective, right? He, he lost his buddy. Battlestar's fucking dead. Lamar's dead. He has to go visit their family. He has to go take care of all that shit. And uh, the military on, fucked him. <laughs> on top of that, the military strips him of his, of his, uh, you know, of his honors and title. Yeah. They, they, they take they, away, they took away his pension. They took away his pension and his fucking title and retirement. Like that, that's such bullshit. And it's, you know, it, and, and all that likens says, back to civil war of like, the main argument from Cap in Civil War was that a government-endorsed superhero team will be screwed from the get-go. Yeah. And this is it. A government-endorsed superhero just got shafted because yeah. he wasn't the perfect image. Because he did something that they didn't agree with. And yeah, yeah. And, that, and that's it, man. Like, uh, but, you know, and he tries, like, what's really interesting, and that was the most compelling part of the whole, like, uh, scene where he appears before the Senate panel or whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, he's just trying to get a word in. He's like, he's like, I just want to tell you, tell you what fucking what the story was from my perspective, yeah. like from me in the moment, and like they just wouldn't have it. And, and he's he's not wrong in saying that like he was what they asked him to be. Yeah, he he, he they, only they, did they what they wanted. Him. They yeah. built him. I mean, granted, they didn't give him the serum, and yeah. that's that's like the that's the wild card in the whole thing. But you know, it's a big, uh, you know. Um, it, I don't know. It's just, it's a big, it's a big thing to take on. Like amongst yeah. other issues in this episode, talking about how the U S government treats its veterans is, and its people in service are, you know, it's a weighty subject, but it's yeah. very relevant to today, man. The like veterans in this, in this country are fucking treated like trash. And uh, you know, it's, it's, we get, we, but, we get a bit more Isaiah Bradley, which is yeah, nice. Dude. Yeah. And, you get, you get kind of a deeper story to him. Yeah. Uh, oh my God, dude. Like, what so, a fucking like bullshit heartbreaking story though, dude. Like, you know what I mean? So I can't, I can't speak to it because uh, I'm a white man, but I was watching double toasted and, um, and both their hosts are, uh, and the, both their hosts are African-American and they were talking about how that whole, the interesting dichotomy between Sam and Isaiah Bradley, where Isaiah's like, fuck this country. I've been through so much shit. They put me through hell. But Sam is still optimistic. It's like that's a very for them. They immediately empathize with it because it's the whole yeah. you can't do this because you're insert race. But then you, in order to get to a better society, you have to constantly push the envelope. So I, yeah. I thought that was very interesting hearing that. Yeah, I mean, it definitely is an interesting like dynamic, and you, you know, um, it's just like you know they. What, what's funny to me not funny, I guess. What's the, you know, side note, kind of dark funny, I guess, is is Disney, 
being the conduit for for this conversation yeah. to appear is so fucking weird. But hey, props for letting them do it. Yeah, props. But I think you know. Anyway, we don't need to get into that. Uh, it, <laughs> Evil it's corporations. Just, it's just it, you know it's. Yeah, like what? What a like wild story though. Like so, so Isaiah Bradley gets essentially thrown in prison for thirty years and experimented on for rescuing uh, his fellow soldiers from a camp that the government was going to bomb. <laughs> doing what? Doing what Cap did? You know, doing yeah. That's what exactly it, dude. It was like it was. It reminded me of Captain America in the first Avenger, dude. Like, and he become a, he became a fucking hero because of it. Yeah, and and, and what they did to him. I, I was so pissed when I was watching it. I was like, this doesn't surprise me. No, <laughs> like, dude, it, it, yeah, it, but, but, uh, you know, on top of it, like, uh, you know, the weight of it, like the layer of like losing, uh, you know, the love of his life, like yeah. the, you know, just the, the idea that he's basically, uh, con- like what he's, he's considered dead. He's probably living under an alias now. Yeah. Um, and he doesn't want like he doesn't want Sam's help. That's one of the interesting things about that scene is Sam's like, I'm in a position that can probably help you. And he go and he just immediately fires back with the yeah. you like you think times have changed kind of kind of thing. Yeah. Like you don't you don't even recognize like that they haven't. And that that that, that optimism is the optimism that he had yeah. at one point in time, probably. And I don't know, man. Like it's just fucking it's heavy. And uh, it is, uh, you know, uh, it's a damn shame uh, that they ha- that the converse that this conversation still has to be had. But I'm glad that at least it's being plugged into mainstream media. It's so being done people- reasonably well. Well, yeah. Well, that's what I mean. In, like, it's, in an it's, approachable fashion. In an approachable way. In an digestible way. They they are you know providing this conversation for viewers and pr- probably a lot of viewers that would not turn their eyes or ears towards that kind of. Absolutely. Uh, Even though these are fictional characters, these hey, you know, in I, the I, in so. in the words of uh, our favorite dude, David Harbor, <laughs> at the uh, when Winona Ryder looked like she was tripping balls on stage. Uh, good fiction can change the world for the better, and it's 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 gen- it's it's. I completely agree. This is one of those things that somebody who may have not engaged with racial issues or made might have thought that racism didn't fucking exist could watch that and be like, at least provoked to think more about it yeah i doubt it'll i doubt it'll change any fucking fringe people's minds but it might get people thinking and that's q and crowd ain't changing their mind after that. they're not changing their mind but they probably watched that episode which is super interesting yeah <laughs> uh anyway so the other shit that happens in this episode um is really kind of it's uh, this episode is centered around the shield Ooh. and uh <laughs> And uh, it continues to kind of be driven by that, right? Like, yeah. I loved that the rest of the episode was almost kind of peaceful in this way, where it's, you know, Sam and Sarah and Bucky, mostly Sam and Bucky, but, you know, Sarah, yeah. be- his sister being there. Uh, you know, they're all, like, basically working on this boat, yeah. getting the boat up and running and doing what they can with it. And they involve the community. And it's like this, they have this big reminder that they're they're not forgotten, even though they yeah. feel forgotten. And that in itself is is another like great message is yep. that you know like 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 your community can be something yep you know it's not just a bunch of people that you live around <laughs> exactly there's a there's a it was a very wholesome episode other than the intro yeah but and which, and, which and, cool and or that sequence i mean that 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 was a pretty wholesome sequence i mean yeah um but then you know like 
we get madam hydra things. briefly you get madam hydra which was interesting julia louis dreyfus popping in she I, apparently I like that her. casting so do i uh but uh, you know it's interesting that she was supposed to originally appear in the black widow movie but they you know plugged this in first yeah i uh, heard that she's in the black widow movie yeah yeah i mean well i mean she look i mean just seemingly she's the new head of hydra <laughs> yeah you know, so yeah. Uh, so there's that. There's also you know Bucky taking Zemo, uh, turning him over to the Wakandans, and they're they're putting him at the raft, which is fucking. Well, that was a cool plug. Uh, Thunderbolts, uh, man, it's gonna happen, dude. I think Red Hulk. I think they're building up for it, man. Um, and, and then dude, what, U- like, U.S. agent Zemo, Red Hulk. You got starting starting line for the fucking uh, Thunderbolts right there. For real though, man put loki in there something i don't know you need you need some god you need some alien or, or yeah god. uh but <laughs> you know it's uh yeah it, it, they, did, they did a lot of like interesting building you know connective building in this, Absolutely. this episode you know with more wakanda involvement uh sam supposedly gets some sort of uh box filled with you know something it's gonna be a dope Captain America uh, it's suit. Be a dope fucking suit, dude. I can't wait to see that shit next episode. The um <laughs> I knew it right away. I was like, there's there's something in that I want to see. So um quickly before we wrap up, the last thing I want to say about Falcon the Winter Soldier is that it feels like most storylines have come full circle at this point in the series. Mm-hmm. And that most like Bucky and Sam are friends. Sam gave Bucky a bit tough love. Bucky understands why Sam chose not to take the shield initially mm-hmm. and apologize for it. A lot of the uh, character dialogue is finished. So I guarantee we're going to have a pretty action heavy next episode. That's focusing on wrapping up the Thunderbolts, not the Thunderbolts, the uh, flag smashers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it, we're going to probably get little character work because they've already done it. They've set us up to just have a fucking fun final episode. I agree, man. And that, that to me is like a perfect season where it's like, absolutely, you know, you get your fulfilling character story arcs and then yeah. you get that like, boom, you leave off on a cherry break. on the top. Yeah, buddy. Uh, so yeah, I'm looking forward to that last episode, but you know, and importantly, John Walker apparently is not given up as captain America made himself so, a new shield, which I thought was so funny. I was like, that shit ain't going to hold up to anything, man. Like, no. like he's I, welding I it together. He's, like I hope, Sam shield not, I hope he's not throwing it. I hope he's just, if he's going to be using it, he's probably just going to be bludgeoning people. That's what I imagine too. It's just going to be a blunt instrument of like, you know, the hit things. Where because that thing, it's not going to bounce. Come on. <laughs> a steel Frisbee? Get out nice of here. Nice try, pal. <laughs> I would love it. I would love it so much if he shows up, he's walking up with a fucking shield and he throws it and it just like immediately falls to the ground. <laughs> and he just got shrugs. The wind blows it away. Yeah. God damn, damn. It. I thought it was heavier. <laughs> anyway, yeah, dude, lots of fun, kind of fun tidbits this week. So, you know, we'll have oh, to, yeah. we'll see, we'll have to see how, uh, we'll, we'll have Mortal Kombat next week. Probably Mortal Kombat, Falcon the Winter Soldier finale. Anyway, in between now and then, hot dogs, make sure you get on Instagram, follow us at Old Heart Radio. There uh, it is. Subscribe to the YouTube. Uh, you can find the podcast just in general for your information on iTunes and Spotify. That's where we keep them mostly. There I think go. technically the uh, automatically post to iHeartRadio, but I never use that, so I don't Neither know. do I. I've never been, like, I've never cared. <laughs> yeah. It is what it is. Either way. Uh, Twitter as well. Oh, yeah. Old Heart and Space. Old Heart and Space on Twitter, so, you know. There it goes. And 
tell your favorite Fast and Furious family member to listen to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs>